Artificial intelligence. When will it make decisions for us, or is it already? This is Brief Before Impact. Welcome, everyone. This is Matt Parker. Today's episode, we're going to dive into artificial intelligence. I find this subject extremely fascinating because, frankly, I didn't know much about it. Now that I'm learning more about its application, I find it both extraordinary technology and semi-frightening at the same time just because of the application that could be, uh, frankly, abused by certain industries and certain companies, governments, etc. So what I want to do today for this episode is to lay out of three different parts of society. One, social media, two, medicine, and lastly, defense. How artificial intelligence is being utilized in each of those. Before we get into it, let me take a quick app break, stick with me, and we'll get to work. All right, welcome back everyone. Starting with social media and how artificial intelligence is used by there. I, I want to first tell you a quick story. It started out as a social experiment but it quickly came to a bitter end, according to the Los Angeles Times. Microsoft chat bot named Tai, T-A-Y, Tay, had been trained to have, quote, a casual and playful conversation on Twitter. But once it was deployed, it only took 16 hours before Tay launched into tirades that included racist and misogynistic tweets. As it turned out, Tay was mostly repeating the verbal abuse that humans were spouting at it, but the outrage that followed centered on the bad influence that Tay had on people who could see its hateful tweets, rather than on the people whose hateful tweets were a bad influence on Tay. Now, as children, we are all taught to be good people, but perhaps even more important, we are taught that bad company can corrupt good character, and one bad apple can spoil the bunch. So today, we increasingly interact with machines powered by artificial intelligence, AI, powered smart toys, as well as AI-driven social media platforms that affect our preferences. Could machines be bad apples? Should we avoid the company of bad machines lest they corrupt us? I want to outline for you how some of the mainstream social media platforms that you're all familiar with, most likely, and how they actually use artificial intelligence on a practical basis to enhance the experience on their uh, social media platform. Facebook, for example, Facebook uses an AI tool called the Deep Text to monitor the comments, posts, and other data generated on Facebook to understand how people use different languages, slangs, abbreviations, and exclamation marks just to learn the context. Twitter, for example, aims to recommend the most relevant tweets to the users for an increased personalized experience. Twitter also uses AI to fight against inappropriate remarks. For example, in the United Kingdom and Germany, the company has started levying fines to prevent hate speech, uh, fake news, and illegal content on the platform. Snapchat, their AI engineers, are training deep learning models to do things like intercepting hand gestures. These hand gesture models can then be imported to create other features using augmented reality. Lastly, with Instagram, the platform implemented big data and AI to enhance user experience, filter spam, and boost the results of target advertising. 
With the help of tags and trending information, the platform's users can find photos of a particular activity, place, event, restaurants, food, and discover discovery experiences. Now, those are some of the overall benefits that we all enjoy whenever we're on social media platforms. That's why we get to those photos, those tweets that we enjoy so much so quickly. Or they just automatically populate on our feed. However, there are or have been the questions of ethics related to AI's participation in social media. And what are those ethical boundaries that artificial intelligence is going to play within how a social media user interacts with that platform? A couple of them uh, off the top of looking at how potential rabbit holes that artificial intelligence could go down and as well as just the modern social media platforms as we noted. This is according to uh, medium.com. First ethical issue is privacy and surveillance. This shouldn't come to any surprise to anyone. Uh, as we've seen over the last more well, politically charged climates in the last several years, um, censorship, surveillance, privacy, etc. all these things have become to the forefront what probably has led some people to leave those mainstream social media outlets and gone to others. But for example, as our lives just become ever more digital, there are more sensor technologies to learn about our non-digital lives, which kind of goes against, you know, the right to be let alone and the right to secrecy. Privacy and surveillance will always be an ethical issue for artificial intelligence and social media. Secondly, manipulation of behavior. Uh, the personal data collected via the aforementioned surveillance capitalism business model you know, is oftentimes used against users themselves. The digital activity provided, provides deep knowledge about personal preferences and traits, and that in turn makes users easy targets, not only for advertisement, but also baseless political and scientific opinions, conspiracy theories, misinformation. Fake news, we're all familiar with the term. It's been used in order to manipulate entire groups of people and can be conveniently fabricated with modern technology. A third ethical issue would be the opacity of the artificial intelligence systems themselves. In the context of social media, there's a lack of community engagement and auditing towards the algorithmic decisions, meaning when Instagram's algorithm changes to promote a certain way of posting. You and I, we don't have a say in that. That's purely at Instagram slash Facebook headquarters. On YouTube, for instance, users cannot opt out of receiving specific video recommendations, but they don't have the option to, to specify why. You know, besides, users cannot choose to receive nor to stop receiving recommendations on specific topics since videos are suggested mostly based on activity history. So that lack of community engagement continues to be an ethical issue about artificial intelligence. And lastly is the bias in decision systems. Meaning bias typically surfaces when an individual making the judgment is influenced by an irrelevant characteristic that is usually a discriminatory misconception about members of a group leading to an unfair judgment. Now, algorithms don't have the ability to differentiate stereotypes from bias. Such things are just embedded in by humans, and many algorithms simply replicate and amplify human biases, which affect mostly minority groups. Recently, Facebook and Instagram have been criticized for shadow banning black users. That means that the algorithm 
have shown a tendency to limit the places where black people's content appears on the platform without users actually realizing it. So inevitably, social media will encounter more ethical issues uh, for artificial intelligence as it's implemented into their platforms and as well as surfacing the human interaction of these platforms. At the end of the day, despite the algorithms and the technology that powers it, it is in fact human to human connecting with one another and creating the content. It's just merely the algorithms that decide how and when that, that content is promoted and so forth. So this could be how artificial intelligence uh, could be moving forward with the social media platforms. Let's transition over to something um, to something scientific a bit is medicine and how artificial intelligence has enhanced uh, certain medical procedures, research, and so forth, as well as brought up other ethical questions. Let me tell you a quick story. The risk for breast cancer is real for so many women, which is why early detection is so key. Now, artificial intelligence might be able to help out here. According to CBS New York, many female patients at uh, the NYU Lagoon are hopeful for the AI technology for mammograms. Their mammograms had missed their cancers because they had dense breasts, which is where mammograms are not as good at seeing cancers. One woman said, they didn't tell me the implications of dense breast. I wish I had known. Another said, I did not know that there are cancers that cannot be seen by mammography. Now, Dr. Linda Moy, the head of artificial intelligence breast imaging research at NYU Langone Health, is leading ways to improve mammograms. Moy says, mammograms are good, but they're not perfect. So artificial intelligence is particularly well-suited in doing that work. Human breast cancer experts can show computers that breast cancer looks like on mammograms and then feed it millions of mammograms so that the artificial intelligence machine begins to get better and better at finding breast cancers. Moy continued to say that, quote, there are many subtle features that only the computer can see. The human eye and the human brain can only process so much. A new study in the journal Nature reported that used an artificial intelligence system developed by Google performs somewhat better than radiologists at finding breast cancers and reducing the number of false positives that humans found in mammograms. It's not a perfect system. In some cases, artificial intelligence missed a cancer that all the test radiologists found, but AI still had some advantages over humans. Dr. Moy said the computer doesn't get tired and never needs a cup of coffee. Just from this story alone, you can obviously see the benefit of how artificial intelligence could um, be implemented for medical technologies and procedures. According to uh, Frontiers in Medicine, artificial intelligence-powered medical technologies are rapidly evolving into applicable solutions for clinical practice. Deep learning algorithms can deal with the increasing amounts of data provided by wearables, smartphones, and other type of mobile monitoring systems in different areas of medicine. And currently, only very specific settings in clinical practice benefit from the application of artificial intelligence, such as detection and atrial fibrillation or epilepsy seizures and hyperglycemia, or the diagnosis of a disease based on histopathological examination or medical imaging. 
the implementation of augmented medicine is long-weighted by patients because it allows for greater autonomy and more personalized treatment. However, it has been met with resistance from physicians, which are not prepared for such an evolution in clinical practice. This phenomenon also creates the need to validate these modern tools with traditional clinical trials and debate the educational upgrade of the medical curriculum in light of digital medicine, as well as the ethical consideration of the ongoing connected monitoring. So that leads us right into what could be the potential ethical implications of ongoing monitoring of a patient. Uh, perhaps uh, someone with diabetes or a history, a family history of heart disease. Now they have a, a smartwatch with an application that continues to monitor certain data points that would help detect uh, an instance of a, a future heart attack or an insulin crash or spike, something along those lines. What, does, what are the ethical implications of this modern technology? Again, according to Frontiers in Medicine, medical technology is one of the most promising markets of the 21st century, with an estimated market value rapidly approaching $1,000 billion, and that was in 2019. An increasing percentage of the revenue is due to the retail of medical devices. Think of like a heart monitoring device, right? And that's to a younger population, which is not the primary target consumer profile because health problems such as atrial fibrillation are less likely to appear. Now, because of this phenomenon, the Internet of Things is redefining the concept of a healthy individual as a combination of the quantified self, you know, personal indicators coded in the smartphone or the wearable device uh, and series of lifestyle wearable provided parameters, you know, that's like monitoring your activity, your weight control, etc. Now, furthermore, in the last couple of years, several wearable companies have been uh, concluding important deals with insurance companies or governments to organize a large scale distribution of these products. These kind of initiatives are aimed mainly to induce lifestyle change in large population. Now, West, while Western style country or Western countries are continuing to evolve towards health systems centered around the patient's individual responsibility towards its own health and well-being, the ethical implications of ongoing medical monitoring with medical devices through the Internet of Things, it, it frequently comes up. For instance, you know, ongoing monitoring and privacy violations have the potential to increase stigma around chronically ill or more disadvantaged citizens and possibly penalize those citizens that are unable to adopt new standards of healthy lifestyle. For instance, by reducing access to health insurance and care, uh, little to no debate has been focused on these potential and crucial pitfalls in health policy making. Obviously, we've seen in the last, what is it, must be an almost, we're looking at 20 months now, once we COVID finally arrived at America's doors, we can see how health policy can be so, number one, so politically charged, and secondly, tremendously influenced by, you know, we call it the military-industrial complex for defense, but maybe we can call it the medical-industrial complex for public health policy and biotech companies and so forth, looking to implement a vaccine to uh, an FDA approval, for example. So there are a tremendous amount of ethical questions uh, regarding artificial intelligence in medical technology and practices 
as long, right alongside the obvious benefits of that advanced technology to find, you know, premature cancers or heart attacks and et cetera. Lastly, we want to move over to the conversation of defense and how artificial intelligence is being utilized by our men and women of the military and national security. Let me tell you this quick story because we're going to focus around the idea specifically of drone technology. August 2020, this is according to Wired.com, several dozen military drones and tank-like robots took to the skies and roads 40 miles south of Seattle. Their mission, find terrorists suspected of hiding among several buildings. So many robots were involved in the operation that no human operator could keep a close eye on all of them. So they were given instructions to find and eliminate enemy combatants when necessary. The mission was just an exercise. It was organized by the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, long name, otherwise known as DARPA, and it's uh, the Blue Sky Research Division of the Pentagon. The robots were armed with nothing more than lethal, you know, than a radio transmitter, designed just to simulate interactions with both friendly and enemy robots. The drill was one of several conducted last summer to test how artificial intelligence could help expand the use of automation in military systems, including in scenarios that are too complex and fast-moving for humans to make every critical decision. The demonstrations also reflect a subtle shift in the Pentagon's thinking about autonomous weapons, as it becomes clearer that machines can outperform humans at parsing complex situations or operating at high speed. Now, the Defense Department has actually issued a policy on autonomous weapons back in November 2012, and this was stating that autonomous weapon systems need to have human oversight, but this need not mean soldiers making every decision. Let me give you kind of my personal experience, one with drones, and then just my more reactionary thoughts to artificial intelligence used in, in defense technology. Uh, drones are a fascinating piece of technology. I, while serving in active duty and then later National Guard, both of my teams were primarily our reconnaissance-focused uh, team. So we typically would get to the objective before any other part of our unit to make observations and kind of feedback the information to those more uh, direct action assault types elements, letting them know what the objective, what they could expect on the objective, both in terms of enemy combatants, uh, the way a door was positioned, anything that we could find we thought was useful. So in that regard, I've used drones in those types of operations to give me another different perspective on an objective, you know, kind of that bird's eye view, so to speak. And in that regard, the drone technologies are fantastic. Now, how could I see this moving forward in like my context? My world was just army special forces. All right. Say me and one other special forces soldier, we are, um, approaching an objective again to conduct such a reconnaissance type of activity. And rather than just having one drone at our disposal, I've got 10 drones and I'm all, and I'm operating all of them on a tablet that I'm looking down at. And I tell these 10 drones for a few key indicators to look for on the objective. And then I send them about their way. You know, I basically give them just a handful of directions and 
each drone utilizing its artificial intelligence software downloaded into itself has the ability to make its discretion on flight pattern, speed, etc. All I'm told it to do is I need you to look for these kind of bad guys and these kind of weapons and then come back to me at this amount of time. Now that sounds fantastic. Now it keeps me and my teammate further back away from the objective, which means at the end of the day, further away from the danger. Fantastic. What if we took this to the next level? What if, say the Navy, for example, which I know has artificial intelligence driven drone type technologies, um, say that a Navy pilot was to give a commands to a certain drone and said, you need to be flying over this area at this time, looking for these types of weapons and at your discretion, engage or not. Now here's where it gets really nuanced. Say during that flight, that drone recognizes the enemy as it was instructed to, but say an enemy vessel also had, I don't know, half civilian crew on board. So now we're looking at a mixture of military personnel and civilians on a military vessel out in the middle of the sea. Well, this got just a little bit complicated, didn't it? It got kind of went out of that black and white and got to gray. Does the artificial intelligence software know that difference? Is it able to recognize that this is not within the pitfalls that are the uh, instructions that were given to it? And this is a challenge. There are nonprofits that are just devoted to stopping from the development of autonomous drone technology, autonomous weapon technology, because they are afraid that if we give drones or robots or anything like that too much ability and too much power that they'll go off and um, outside of their purview and outside of their instructions and take innocent life. You know, our society gives the military moral authority to take life, which is a tremendous responsibility. The last thing we would want to do is to abuse that. So there are tremendous ethical questions that are presented to uh, artificial intelligence being incorporated into defense technologies. So we've covered social media, medicine, defense, using drones as an example. Let's look at our courses of action. Where, moving forward, will artificial intelligence be at as a technology most likely and most dangerous? In my assessment, the most likely is course of action for artificial intelligence. It's going to continue to grow and intertwine nearly in every industry, you know, such as you know, self-driving cars, uh, online streaming networks, you know, testing out a new script on an audience, the, the tools that can assist the elderly to say live alone longer, you know, taking some of their just basic tasks off their hands. Now, most dangerous course of action, in my viewpoint, is that artificial intelligence could be abused to, say, create these items such as a, a deep fake. A deep fake is, for example, um, a image or a video of a person who is not actually that person. It's They're faking it. Right, but they're using this artificial intelligence technology to say it's like putting on a mask for Halloween, but it's doing it digitally. If you follow me, uh, Google deepfakes, it might be a little easier to understand or YouTube it and see a video. But the most dangerous course of action in my in my mind would be for artificial intelligence to create like a deep fake of an individual with authority and an individual that has some power of some sort, maybe a politician, 
or a member of the military. And that deep fake produces, say, a widespread chaotic event because so many people believe the content to be true from the actual authority. I've got a real world example for you when this happened. There was a doctored video of uh, the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, in which she appeared inebriated, you know, drunk. That, that doctored video picked up more than two and a half million views on Facebook. So there was this for two and a half million folks who saw this video, they watch a drunken Nancy Pelosi, but it wasn't. It was faked. It was doctored. It was tampered with. And this is what I think artificial intelligence technology could be abused uh, in this regard to create such a chaotic event. We've seen in the last two years what happens when people don't have all the information available to them, when they are moved by emotion and um, excitement and anger and so forth. Now, complement that with uh, a type of deep fake that's being um, used for nefarious purposes. I think that could be incredibly dangerous for the st- stability of our society uh, as well. So thanks for tuning in. I think artificial intelligence conversation is going to continue to be more mainstream as those technologies become more and more a part of our lives. I do hope you are picking up what I am putting down. I am Matt Parker. This is Brief Before Impact.